Thanks for joining us for Episode 6 of Season 3 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communications strategist, and when I was really little, I heard someone use the phrase, green-eyed monster, you know, aka for jealousy. Right. I thought they meant that if you had green eyes, then you were a monster. Well, I have green oh, eyes. Oh, no. Right. So here I was this little kid. I think I tried to keep my eyes closed <laughs> like most of the day. I have no idea if I ran into things, but my family just chalked it up to me being clumsy Ooh. as opposed to me trying to exercise my demons. But later I used it to effect for uh, St. Patrick's Day that I was already had my green. And you never closed them. I never closed them then. It's yeah. all balance. It's all balance in the universe so yeah that's right. not like that's creepy or anything i know i'm glenn jody's partner in life and business and have you noticed that fortune cookies don't make predictions anymore oh i know you will meet a tall stranger has been replaced with you cannot live life until you live the life you love or joys are often the shadows cast by sorrows or land is always on the mind of the flying bird I love that one, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, what a t-shirt. Well, you're not supposed to love it because oh. it's not a fortune. No, these are like... Um, they're, I'm renaming them officially. They're advice wafers. Advice wafers. Yes. Yeah, they're not From fortune cookies anymore. I love that. They're advice wafers. Yep. I mean, they're still they're still a nice little treat after, you know, after having a lunch or dinner. Are they? Well, depending. They still feel hollow to me. <laughs> Okay, on today's show, we talk about National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day, as well as discuss if robot waiters and chatbots are signs of the apocalypse. And at the end of the show, I test Jody's St. Patrick's Day knowledge. Without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples, Inc. Is everyone ready for that huge March holiday? You know the one... Well, not that one. But again, I guess you could celebrate this with lots of green beer. But March 29th is National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. Hooray. Uh, Yay. This is where I was saying I think we should add a sound effect, something fun. Like, uh, I don't know, fireworks? Cows mooing. There's something really nice about that. Okay, well let's 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 workshop this a little bit more later. We'll put on everything in there. What sound effect to put in there? But, but I thought you know this is this episode is coming going to come out March first. Gives mm-hmm. people some time to think about how they might want to celebrate said holiday. Little history. What is National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day, Jody? Thank you for asking. In 1939, Rick and Margie. Seagal Siegel created Mom and Pop Business Owners Day in honor of their parents' hat shop that opened that year. And I really do wish we had more hat shops. That just seems like fun. Yeah. It's still celebrated today. You do. You do wear a lot of hats. I don't love them, but it's like a requirement now. That's true. Because the sun's trying to kill me. Yeah. So they should be making a comeback. They kind of are. They are, but not as many, like, they're not... Not mom and pops. Yeah, are, are those what the haberdasheries were called, or was that everything, not just hats? I think that was everything. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I like that word, too, Men's haberdashery. haberdashery. Yeah. But it's still celebrated today. So from 1939 until today, we're still celebrating. Now, it doesn't get maybe the same kudos as some holidays, but I think as a business owner, 
And since we are a couple and couples in business, whether they have kids or not, can kind of fall under that mom and pop category, should probably celebrate. Well, it's not exactly National Pizza Day. No, that's a good day, too. This is the second episode you've mentioned pizza and maybe hungry. Oh. You're on a mission, aren't you? Well, I'm not trying to make you hungry. Yeah, but you're obsessed with pizza right now. I am trying to see if my suggestive selling techniques have improved. <laughs> yeah, what we do you think? T- <gasps> well, yes, they have. Good. <laughs> so I thought today uh, for our topic, since National Mom and Pop Day is coming up, again, March 29th, mark your calendars if it's not already on. I don't think it's one of those calendar listings that iPhone already populates. No, it's not. Yeah, so That's it should a shame. be. It is a shame. So I thought, you know, as a business owner, mm-hmm. If you are in that mom and pop category, how should you celebrate? And I was thinking, okay, maybe along the same lines as those shop local campaigns that you often see, um, like Small Business Saturday around the holidays or other things like that. Maybe some store owners or business owners should like, let's really own this day and make a big to-do about it, like on social media or something. I like that idea. And Mm -hmm. I think that it really ties into what we're about with the Couples Inc. theme that we've got in our podcast, of course, being Couples Inc. Because mom and pop are a couple, right? Exactly. They may not be a happy couple. (laughs) They may be kind of a sad couple or mad or just kind of bickering couple. But they may also be extremely fulfilled at owning a business mm-hmm. and doing so probably first generation. Yeah. You know, if it's a mom and pop, you've got a couple that's gone into business together. Maybe they're not even mom and pop. Maybe they're childless. Well, yeah, I wondered how that could fit. Because, I mean, we're, we you have kids from a previous marriage, so, I you do. know, there's but they're not like young kids. So I always think, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the stress. And we've talked to many couples when we interview them about being parents and business owners. It's like you basically have another child. You bring them to work, I think, quite yeah. a bit. Sometimes put them in the back room, especially if you own like a nuclear power plant. Right. Just let them push, put play them with in the, the buttons. Cooling tower. Play with the buttons. Let them play in there. You know, it's water. They can swim. There you go. Yeah. So, no, it is it is an extra challenge, but there are a lot of mom-and-pop shops, or at least couples owning businesses, and it used to be the norm. You would start a business, and sure. it wasn't all, you know, most restaurants would probably be family restaurants. Yep. You know, they weren't owned by chains. A lot of the stores, or the, maybe the hat shops, as we just talked about. So, I think it's... It may seem like a outdated concept, though, the mom and pop shop, because a lot of times people will use that as an example of when Best Buy comes into town. They've put out a lot of mom and pop shops, but there's still a lot of economic power behind couples in business and family run businesses in this country. Mm-hmm. They're a huge driving force for hiring and um, the local economy. Yeah. Sometimes um, it's easy to overlook this because of the convenience that you've got uh, at your fingertips with online ordering. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm and the world's worst about that. I've completely succumbed to the model of, oh, I need this. I'm going to go online, click, in two or three minutes, it's done. So that takes, it, it takes real effort mm-hmm. to go to seek out a local business and a mom and pop business. Yeah, it does. No, sometimes, yes, it makes perfect sense. So, yeah, I think it, it takes a little time, but it's it's worth it. And if you own a business, I mean, I kind of think there's a little bit of karma. Like, you know, supporting local kind of maybe helps set out the vibe that, you know, you should be supported as well. Um, so I think, I think 
if you own a business and you are a mom and pop, you know, go online, see if you can find some uh, fun graphics or create some or find your art director and just really lean in to the fact that you are a mom and pop shop, you're in the community. Um, and if you have kids, you know, your kids have grown up in this community, and you've probably supported their school with donations or, or sponsored the, you know, little league team or something. You bought an ad in the yearbook? You bought an ad in the yearbook, which was not a thing when I was growing up. But now it is like, Wait, did you have them? Oh, yeah. We went out and sold them when I was a junior, senior, maybe both. Huh. And the most common thing that you saw in there was congratulations, seniors, from Ed's Mortuary. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you're talking about it. I was, I'm talking about the parents are buying them now. I worked for a radio station, and the noon newscast was sponsored by the local funeral home. Good deal. And afterwards, this was a local AM station, though, of course. They would read the obituaries as part of that sponsorship. And I'm like, it's noon. Shouldn't we get like a McDonald's campaign or ad or something? But McDonald's sponsors the obituaries? No, <laughs> no, to buy their own ad campaign. Oh. No, it wasn't. We did the obituaries because they sponsored it. It wasn't like, hey, you know what people want to listen to at noon? The obituaries. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, it was like that didn't come first. The sponsorship did. But anyway, so yeah, yearbook, you are buying yearbook ads. And if you do your mom and pop mortuary, then celebrate that. Sure. Um, but I was thinking, what if you like host an event, not the mortuary, but host an open house or oh, wait, maybe they could. Um, but, you know, invite people in, share on social media, maybe do some signage in the stores and or something. I just think that it's worth making a note and celebrating that somehow. Yeah. You could hand out at this event or, or put on sale really cheap. Um, time is passing clocks, desk clocks. <laughs> You're still on the mortuary, though. Courtesy of Ed's Mortuary. Ed's Mortuary. And I don't know who Ed is or, or where his mortuary is, but I just like the sound of that. Well, I just need one for more time. Ed's Mortuary is not a sponsor. How do you know? <laughs> I might have gone out and sold, you know, it's it's... Okay, I've got surprises for you. Let me just. Yeah. Put it okay. That way. Well, meanwhile, all right, everybody. Happy National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. Go out there and celebrate, even Ed and your mortuary. Our second segment is about automation, robots, the coming apocalypse, the disenfranchisement of the human race. Skynet. Yeah, and it kind of is. You know, we were talking a minute ago about uh, the the mom and pops and and that sort of thing. This is kind of like the opposite. Yes. One yes. of the things about mom and pop businesses is that 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 kind of has gone by the wayside is the interaction. Yes. If you're going about your daily routine and you have a set of tasks, you can accomplish those without ever seeing or talking to another person. I know that I, I like years ago, I was like, you know, you could very well get, you know, go to the bank without talking to anybody, go get your gas without talking to anybody. Now, and that yeah. was back in the day, now you can get things delivered left on your porch from the grocery store. Right. I remember how it was uh, just generally when I was a kid and we would go to the gas station. I'd go with dad to fill up the car or whatever, and he'd have some other errands that he'd take me on. So you go to the gas station. You talk to the service station attendant or the mechanic or maybe both of them. Mm -hmm. You go to the post office. Well, you're talking to a person behind the counter because they didn't have the automated stamp machines or anything like that. 
And also, when I got old enough to actually use the phone by myself, if you were going to place a long-distance call or do anything beyond just a local call, you're talking to an operator. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you would chit-chat. I think operators were discouraged they, I from think they frowned on that, yeah. yeah. But you still have that human interaction. And it was all kinds of people that you'd meet through that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you, you know, you make a friend or you find somebody that's got a lot of common interests. You could talk to them about business. There could be transactions uh, taking place there that don't have anything to do with the business that you're trying to take right. care of right there with the task at hand. You don't do that now. And now it has gotten not just like, okay, you go to the ATM or you even do self-check. We were at a restaurant and there was a robot oh, yeah. delivering the food. I mean, one restaurant you go in town and guy owns it, comes out and says, welcome home. You know, and it's like very friendly. Yeah. This has got like, again, it's not Skynet level like technology. It's basically a tray stand that gets moved. And, and they actually still had to have staff take that off of the tray. But and we'll include a video clip of this on our website, Couples Inc., podcast.com but it was very weird like i mean i understand we have a client who's a restaurant owner and we understand the staffing issue oh yeah but it's just kind of i don't know odd to have this thing wheel in with a and it is even like dressed up like with a face yeah it has a little but which would be creepy if it didn't i know that's true now that i'm thinking about it maybe the face makes it easier it doesn't look like a person no so it isn't like it's taken the place of a person yet Yet. Yeah. So what is the next iteration of that? Do they have serving arms that they can pivot to your table and a little conveyor belt that they can slide the dishes down on? Oh, I don't know. So they can take care of dispensing their food onto the table. I can see all kinds of ways that could go wrong. Well, I've seen some that look like that online. I don't know if they're actually very practical yet. Or um, the other one just looks like a... I don't know, like R2-D2, like a taller R2-D2 open with trays. Wow. That sounds like a food fight in the making. R2-D2 against them? Well, the the robots start fighting with the food, you know, if they get sentient or whatever. I know. Well, at what point do we go from, would you like more cheese dip to, I can't do that, Dave. You know, like, I can't open up the hatch, Dave. I can't give you any more oxygen, Dave. I mean, I know. And the chatbot thing that we've been reading about, where it sometimes goes into a really dark place, because... Yeah, there's been a lot of that in the news lately. yeah, Yeah, because the AI algorithms are pulling something in from, you know, whatever it is. It could, like, start taking hate speech, or it could just be all negative. I don't know. But, I mean, I don't think we have to fear the whole, like, apocalypse thing yet but it does kind of i don't know makes me a little sad I'll, and i'll be the first one to go through my day without going into a bank to talk to somebody or going you know i'll do those conveniences but sometimes you just kind of you want to have an interaction like if they eventually get rid of all wait staff who's gonna tell you what you know what's their favorite you know like you always ask hey what do you recommend where would that partiality come in jody are you talking like a robot now <laughs> why would you say that no i know i mean they welcome s- to mom and pop business <laughs> how can i serve you oh we love seeing you again for the calculating 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 15th time 
this year. Oh, they exa- they'd keep exact count. They probably would. Oh, man. Or it's been, it has been exactly, calculating, 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 11 days since we last saw you. Yeah, I, that kind of loses its personal touch when you're used to someone saying, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, or something like that. I don't know. At what point do we say it's gone too far? And I mean... I don't think we'll reach a point like that. No, There's, I, there's no right. magic. One day you wake up and you're at the tipping point. This comes into your life, just like ATMs. When they were first introduced, I remember seeing so many people so excited about that mm-hmm. because they didn't have to go through the inconvenience of standing in line to get to a person. Or now they stand in line to get to a punch get pad. To a <laughs> punch or back in the day, you'd write yourself check, like a check to yourself to cash so you can get cash out of the bank. This is before ATMs. So if you were like on the weekend... And again, before a lot of debit cards, this is really old school where you either had cash or check or credit card. Mm -hmm. And I remember my parents would be like thinking through how much money they needed for a weekend or whatever. And they would write themselves a check because of a direct deposit, which I think they did. And so you'd write yourself so you could get money out. You couldn't just go in and withdraw. Yeah. And that's like, wow. And I mean... I get it. Some people will like lament the loss of jobs to robots, and we've had that happen. I mean, since since bowling alleys were automated. I mean, they used to have pin kids who would you know set those up. That's always pinheads, pin kids, or oh. pin pin boys, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. At what point are we going too far with automation and computers, and then with like the chatbots? You know, we've heard that they're going to replace writers. You know, eventually we're going to have AI produce movies or. Mm. You know, you would be like all the writing that we do for our uh, blogs or other things for clients. I think that we may have already reached the point you're talking about, and we don't really know it because it has been so gradual mm-hmm. and the process has lasted for decades. And I think that there's there's something to be said about the way that it's affected us as a society, too. Oh, and yeah. And the way that we interact with each other now, we don't have a good model and a pattern to reinforce human interaction throughout the day most times. I know. So yeah. if you're going to interact with people, more often than not, they'll be your immediate family or the people at your work if you have other humans at your work. There's none of this uh, ancillary engagement that you used to have with the post office mm-hmm. and the bank and you know the service station, all of those type of places. That human touch is more than just a person standing there that a you know automated or a convenience based uh, device can do for you. It's that convenience has come at a very high cost, I think. Well, that's exactly why I love going to mom and pop shops like we talked in the earlier segment is that I can go in, you know, as opposed to ordering books on Amazon and having them shipped. I go to a local bookstore and I enjoy because they'll talk about the books they've read and we'll have a conversation and it's much more enjoyable. One more thing I want to add about our weird obsession with technology is remember when we were traveling and we needed to find a gas station. So rather, I just looked down at my phone, didn't even look out in the world and asked for the nearest gas station. And it was like, 10 feet away. Oh, yeah. We if were I almost ju- in the parking we lot. Were in, yes. If I had just looked out the window, <laughs> I would. but I was just sitting there in the car, and I was like, oh, okay. And I just looked down at the phone. I asked Siri, and it's like, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
I have gotten way too dependent. You know, there is an app for that. I was reading about this the other day, an app for looking out and seeing where you are. Uh-huh. It's called Windows. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the St. Patrick's Day Trivia Contest, brought to you by Ed's Mortuary, <laughs> for the burying of the green. Okay, now, I should do well, and I want to make my mom proud, because we are Irish. I've got also some Scottish, and I don't confuse the two, mm, but no, um, no, no. yeah, I do come by it authentically. I am, I have some uh, Irish... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Ancestry. Blood. blood. Irish blood. Yes. Um, so hopefully I have the luck of the Irish on my side. Let's see if you do. All the right. first one's kind of a gimme. Okay. That you'll probably be able to guess it. Uh, the famous Irish saying, Aaron go bra, mm-hmm. translates to A, wear the green. B, dance with leprechauns. C, <laughs> Ireland forever. Or D, kiss my blarney. I'm going with A. No. No? It's C, Ireland forever. Oh. Not wear the green. Oh, well, I knew sorry. it wasn't leprechauns, but in the Blarney. Well, sorry, Mom. Yeah. You, <laughs> I'm, letting her, I'm letting her family down. I, don't, I think she stopped listening by now. Probably. <clears throat> this one's considerably harder. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> if an Irish person asks you, what's the crack? Your answer should be A, Nunya, B, a wee dram, C, the cracks 90, or D, Aaron Gobra. Oh my, uh, uh, a wee dram? No. That's a good guess, but um, what's the crack is the Irish way of saying what's going on, what's up. I figured that was. What's current. And I'm supposed to say Nunya? Well, no, you're not supposed to say Nunya. If oh, you really Nanya? want to continue the conversation, Onanya oh, is not the way to go. <laughs> no, the cracks 90 means in response, hey, everything's fine, or I'm really doing good. Um, do you want to continue this conversation, especially if you're from out of town or out of this, the country? Okay. So The cracks yeah. 90. The cracks 90. All right. And then, you know, you get into a conversation with them and they just... In theory, you get into a conversation it, with it them or you might... You might just be saying things. I would not know what this. That's what the, true. What's the next the, thing you say? Because if I don't know the, <laughs> the website was irishpracticaljokes.com. dot com. Got this on, so I don't know. Jokes to play on tourists. Yes. <laughs> if we ever go, don't say this. Bloodytourist.net. Okay. All right, Jody. All right. What is boxty? B o x t y. Okay. Is it a a box of Irish chocolates? B, an especially strong distilled spirit. C, a potato pancake. Or D, slang for a television. A box D. I am going to go with the pancake. Absolutely yes, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's it. a potato pancake? A potato pancake. Okay. And apparently they have dipping sauces that include applesauce. Oh, and um, there's something else I can't. I, I think there are a lot of dipping sauces that are, are acceptable with this. But one was that I saw was applesauce, and there were there was another one I can't remember what. Oh, I got one right. Oh, so you did. I could. There's four of them, right? Mm-hmm. I could be tied like. 
you could break even with this next and last question. I can do this. I can do this. And you probably will guess this. I think just about everybody knows Now you've just jinxed me. Thanks. Okay. Okay. What famous ship was built in Ireland? Was it A, the Titanic, B, the Andrea Doria, C, the Queen Elizabeth, or D, the SS Minnow? Famous Ooh, ship built famous. in Ireland. Now, the Minnow is probably the most famous. It's a very famous ship. It is a very famous ship. Three-hour tour. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titanic? You're right. Yeah! Two and two, Jody, Woo-hoo! on St. Pat's Trivia. Way to go. Way to go. Luck of the Irish. And wearing of, of the potato cake to you, too. Wearing of the potato. The crack is 90. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like it's a call sign thing. <laughs> like we're spies or spies. something? Uh, yeah. What? What's the crack? And the counter sign is the Nanya. crack is not Nanya. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com. To learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.